My guest today is Susanna Polo. She's here to talk about Lego Batman movie. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Susanna Polo, welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, Justin. I'm glad you had me back on for uh, my usual, my my usual subject, which is Batman. Yeah, you're the one that we talked to uh, about Batman. When Batman comes to call, Susanna Polo is there. Yeah, you put up the Susanna Polo signal, which is Batman. Ironically, yeah. the Susanna <laughs> Polo symbol is Batman. Um, uh, so. The the question that I, I I would like to start with the Batman character from the Lego Movie was was obviously a highlight, um, but I would classify that portrayal of Batman as parody, mm-hmm. personally. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but 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 I, rather than trying to capture the actual spirit of the of the character, um, it's more of a parody of the spirit of the character. Uh, would you classify the Lego Batman movie that way? And if not, how does how does it avoid it? As like a longtime Batman fan, it's funny that you bring this up because as like a longtime fan of the character and like like a kid who is very sensitive to like takedowns of this nerdy thing that she was into in like the era before you know the Nolan movies when the wider perception of Batman was still like George Clooney in a nipple suit. Um, there was definitely an era in my life where I was really sensitive to people making fun of Batman. And the Batman in the Lego movie was just, it was everything that I needed after like a decade of movies that I really liked, but movies that were very much like one specific, very gritty, like alone, depression kind of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um you know, from somebody who grew up on the animated series and was sort of like, my Batman has always been a family Batman. Um, he's always been a Batman with sidekicks. He's always been a Batman who's, you know, sort of been in that mix of being a mentor and being a leader, um, as well as being this guy who's depressed and hangs out in his cave basement all the time. Um, and so the the Lego Batman, like, the Batman of the Lego movie was, I found it hilarious. I thought that it was incredibly funny, and it was clearly this, like, very pointed response to the, like, modern widespread idea of Batman that we've sort of gotten to in, like, this extreme response to, like, the 1960s television Batman and, like, the the Schumacher Batman, um, and in a certain way, like, the Burton Batman, um, Mm. sort of over-the-top like weird design like batman stories um and whether the lego batman movie kind of i don't know i instinctually i feel like it's not a parody but obviously it's a parody like it's funny like it is an exaggerated take um but in a lot of ways i feel like it's it is a Batman movie that says things about Batman and uses elements of Batman stories that like have not been used in film in decades. Um, and that it, it has a really, really good take 
on Batman. It are there segments of the film that are less like parody of Batman and more like bat you know traditional Batman being cool and Batman in a way that we're supposed to recognize as cool and Batman or is it just a a comedy? Uh well it's definitely a comedy but there is there I will say that there like Compared to Lego Batman, where he's really there to, like, contrast against the main character and to be, like, the jerk that the girl the main character wants to get with is with instead. Um, and is definitely just there to be funny. Um, he's the main character of this one. So he definitely, like, gets to be very, very cool in the beginning of the movie. Um, and I, I would say like in a lot of the movie, but it, it, the, his coolness is at all times contrasted against the fact that he's like not super self-aware of his emotional problems. <laughs> it's kind of difficult to describe the character of Lego Batman in a way that make it, makes it sound like a kid's movie because his emotional problems are actually pretty adult. Yeah. I, well, it's, it's... The- the the reason for the question is i guess what i'm sort of wrestling with is is this version of batman a can you see it as a legitimate standalone take on the batman character or is it more just a a, a commentary uh, on the batman character i don't know if that i don't know if that makes sense but yeah um i'm going to i will try and answer that question um cuz i think maybe like I'm like every new Batman story I read is kind of a new take on Batman. Um, right. But for the, so I guess what you're asking is like, is this earnestly like a take on Batman or is this like, right. Yeah. Like, like uh, I'll give you an example. I mean, to use 66 Batman as Mm -hmm. a, as a, um, a jumping off point, that is certainly a lighthearted take on Batman. And there is certainly poking some fun at like, all the bat gadgets and and the relationship between him and Dick and and you know et cetera et cetera, but it is also a interpretation of Batman. That's a version of Batman. I see. Uh, b- even though it is a lighthearted one, I guess that's what I'm getting at here. It, is this a fully fleshed out you know interpretation of Batman the way you see it, or in uh, or as in the Lego Movie, I, I I consider that more of Batman as as punchline. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think then, then yeah, the Lego movie definitely qualifies as a fully fleshed out take on Batman. Um, it definitely expands upon his character from the Lego movie. It gives him, like, the background and trappings, like, that we expect. Like, we see what the Joker is like in the Lego universe. A universe, like, that is sort of half made for kids and half, like, subtextually, like, made by a kid. Um, like, I don't know if it's a spoiler to say that, like, there are no live action sequences in the Lego Batman movie. Like it doesn't fully go like breaking the fourth wall in the way that the Lego movie does, or at least Mm -hmm. it doesn't set it like it doesn't set up this like expanded, like extra layer of universe where it turns out they're all actually toys. Um, But, um, but it, it does sort of exist in that weird, like, this is a story for kids, but it's also a story that has jokingly has elements that like a kid could have made up. Like that Barbara Gordon graduated from Harvard for police is the name of the college. (laughs) (laughs) And like, like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. A little kid would be like, okay, well, where did this, where did this really great cop graduate from? Well, Harvard, but for police. Um, 
So I would say that it is like sort of a, it is, in that sense, it is that like sort of Lego universe, which is now a thing that we have, I guess, in movies, um, sort of take on the character. The, the, they're not, not all fictional characters could stand up to this, I think. Yeah. I think that there are, there are a lot of fictional characters to whom, like, you, you were talking about being a Batman fan, but being able to enjoy this. There are a lot of characters, I think, where a take like this would sort of be really detrimental to the character. Um, but, I, but from where I sit and and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, it, it just makes the character more durable, I think. Um, so I'm curious why Batman from your point of view is able to sort of withstand and incorporate this sort of portrayal. And, and, and is it, is it just longevity or is there something more to it? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Um, I think that part of it is that we've... I, it, longevity is part of it, but I think part of the longevity is that Batman has been used... Is that because of the way like superhero universes work, Batman has been used to for so many different tonalities like in his own comic. Like you don't have to go into adaptation to find a cheerful Batman, a funny Batman, like the chummy Batman, the weird science Batman, like the cosmic adventures Batman. Like and that's the case for like almost any, you know, DC almost any really big DC superhero at this point. Um and to a certain extent a lot of like Marvel heroes. Um that like the thing about a superhero universe is that it contain it can contain all genres and all tones just from like the metatextual like publishing phenomenon of like dc and marvel buying up other intellectual property and incorporating them into their universes like sometimes that stuff doesn't gel but it's still there we still have the green lanterns in the same universe with batman in the same universe with john constantine i think one of the reasons the lego movie works the lego batman movie works so well is because we have a really widespread cultural understanding of Batman right now. Mm -hmm. um, thanks to the Nolan movies and thanks to, you know, the, like the ongoing DC expanded universe. Um, and probably to a certain extent, like the Batman, the animated series being such like a really like widespread, like childhood experience to folks who are in their thirties right now in America. Um, we have this really solid widespread, not nerdy, like, mainstream idea of what Batman is like and that puts him into in a position where we can make like a parody of Batman that isn't really a parody and is kind of its own thing mm. because everybody understands what the joke of that is everybody already understands that Batman is this loner grim like gritty you know depressed guy so what if we take that to its logical like extension? Mm. He'd kind of be a jerk. Um, but what like the I talk about this in my review that like the Lego Batman movie doesn't take that at face value and is a necessary part of the story. Whereas like one of my biggest problems with the Christopher Nolan movies is that he, outside of Batman Begins, he doesn't really seem interested in Bruce Wayne as a character. Mm hmm. Um, like the Dark Knight is a really good movie, but it's not really a Batman movie. It's a movie about the Joker. Um, Bruce doesn't really have character development in it. Um, and particularly in like the Dark Knight Rises, like Nolan really doesn't seem interested in examining Bruce at all. Um, 
and and the the and in that way like the Lego Batman you know Batman v Superman has like doesn't even have characters. We won't get into that, but yeah. <laughs> but the the Lego Batman movie is explicitly about Batman like learning an emotional lesson and coming to terms with something and like figuring out what he's been doing wrong that has been making him feel sadder than he could actually feel. And like the real reasons why he is afraid to form relationships with people. <laughs> and, but it's, it's also a movie where like, you know, like Zach Galifianakis plays the Joker and Channing Tatum is Superman. Like, <laughs> uh, both are brilliant casting, by the yeah. way. Um, the, I guess the question that I'm struggling with, and you actually touch on it, you very, very deftly sort of wink at it at the end of your review. But why is it that I can see an interpretation of Superman that I think in, in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman that for me does not jive in any way, shape or form with the character of Superman. Uh, and, and that, and I feel that that is a detriment to the character itself. And yet Batman can be treated very in a very lighthearted manner and made the butt of a lot of jokes. And that still feels truer to the character than Zack Snyder's sort of mega serious take. Mm -hmm. You say at the end of the review, um, though, that maybe they'll finally realize what they're doing wrong with the DC expanded universe. What, what lesson from Lego bat, the Lego Batman movie, do you think could be expanded, um, to, to the rest of DC's sort of cinematic, um, efforts? I think the, the lesson is that, um, that, we are all really tired of super serious grimdark Batman. Um, that we're we're got, we've gotten really saturated, and there's a certain point where that becomes less realistic. Where Batman that 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 idea of that being the idea of that being Batman's personality becomes less realistic than the idea that like he can fly with his cape. Mm -hmm. um, there's I've, I've been meaning to write this piece forever because it's ever timely but i never have the time um which is about like what we what we are saying when we ask for realism in superhero movies um because we can't ask for realism in superhero movies superman is literally a guy who flies he can lift tanks like he we have a movie about him where he flies around the world in reverse order and it turns back time like these aren't realistic things where you find realism in superhero movies is in realistic emotion and having characters react to the unrealistic situations that they're in, in a way that is familiar and relatable. Um, and that's where the Lego movie really succeeds. Um, and it certainly it does it in like a way that is simplified for a kid audience. Um, but the idea that like the, the core conceit of the Lego movie is that the reason why Batman can't form interpersonal relationships is because he really misses having a family, but he is terrified of losing it again. Mm. Like he's really terrified of being hurt if he loses somebody again. And which is like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is like, if someone said to me, that's what the next Batman movie is about the next, you know, live action Batman movies about like, wow, I'm yeah. on board. Right. Like yeah. it sounds similar to honestly to like, uh, and I, obviously this film's not out. I haven't seen it, but for uh, judging from the trailers, it seems similar to what is happening with Logan where it's like, mm -hmm. well, 
an interesting character. Let's take him out of all the sort of nonsense and see, or, you know, the, I, I shouldn't disparage. There's, there's plenty of fine, uh, grandiose X-Men tales, but let's take him away from all that and see who he is as a person and really kick the tires on this, this human being. And, uh, which is not something I think, uh, has happened in any DC films. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and you could make the argument that like Marvel also has not done that deep of a dive, but certainly I think with like, especially with civil war, yeah. I think that you have an opportunity for these characters to really show who they are as, as people and, and how they differ as human beings. Yeah. And that's why or I think, not, the case yeah, that's why I think Lego Batman succeeds despite being obviously like a really ridiculous and humorous take on Batman is that, Underneath all of that, it has what a lot of the DC Expanded Universe lacks so far, which is a really solid understanding of the character um, that sort of is the foundation that all of the silly jokes are based on. That, like, this character, these characters have an emotional arc, they have goals, we understand what they want, and we understand why they can't get what they want, and now we're going to tell a story about them sort of stumbling towards getting that. It seems interesting to me that DC a lot, like there's something that is, uh, I, I thought this was the last Lego movie and certainly with this one, it feels almost subversive in a way. Like even though Warner brothers made the movie, like it seems subversive within the organization a little bit. Like yeah. it, it's, you know, like it seems to be subverting their own sort of over, like if I was the person who was directing the next Batman movie, I would feel a little bit like, oh god, I can't really unring this bell. Like, yeah, like there are there are some goofs on Batman v Superman in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's a bit. It's been in trailers already, but there's a bit where the the Joker um, is like, "What do you mean I'm not your greatest enemy?" And Batman goes, "Superman is my greatest enemy." Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, I think that's about all. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about? With, I know we didn't talk about the move, the content, you know, the content of the mm-hmm. movie very much itself. But I feel like if you're going to go see it, you're going to go see it. Um, yeah, and there's some, there any- there's some like widening of the plot here that I like. They're really nice surprises in this movie, and I don't want to ruin them. Um, anything else you want to say about before we wrap up? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I really like Barbara Gordon in the movie. She like they change a few aspects of her character, but I think it really works. Um, I really like Michael Sarah as Robin. Um, I mean, and nice like, to see him again. I feel like he's been kind of out of. Yeah, he's really good as Robin. Like Robin is is like a character that they they use to like sort of make fun of like cute movie child characters, but he never winds. He's always making fun of it. He never actually is like annoying or like too saccharine. Um, and I think it goes without saying that Will Arnett is incredible as Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. Just super funny. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, can I take my two and a half year old? Is it a bit much? You feel like it's a bit much? A bit much. Well, I'm bad at answering these questions. There are loud I don't noises, explosions. Well, yeah, there are loud noises and explosions. It didn't, oh, well, okay. Like, Wait. You know, like in the Lego movie kind of way. Okay. Uh, Susanna Polo, thank you so much for your time. Uh, if you want to read Susanna's review, you can find it at polygon.com along with a lot of other content to enjoy. Uh, Charlie Hall will be back next week with another episode. But until then, for Susanna Polo, my name is Justin McElroy. Thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.